Would you like to do an intro? No. No, I would not. You would not. I would not. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Do you want to do another one for protection? Okay, sure. What's to protect? It was perfect. Come on. (laughs) I I messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Let's kill five minutes. Uh, let's do it. I think we're doing it right now. What? <laughs> You're doing it. What's, uh, what's going on? Uh, all right, I'll take over. So anyway, on? uh, there, what? I don't know. Not everything can be going on. Okay. All the time. Uh, it's, what, remember Brittany Murphy? That's not where I wanted to go, but that's where we are. Whoa, whoa. Where did that come from? Uh, yes, I remember Brittany Murphy. Yes. Yes, I do. But like, well, no, like two of your favorite five movies are Brittany Murphy movies. And two of my, well, we should be careful. We we don't want to go too far into the ramen girl. So no, I actually haven't seen the ramen girl. Um, (laughs) What about I'll never tell? What is that from? I don't remember what that dumb movie was called. She's got a secret. Maybe. Okay. I saw the one where her and Ashton Kutcher are in love. That was. I can't even remember what it's called. Which one was that? Yeah, I don't know. It. I don't even remember the story that much. They That's might right. Have been, your like, other traveling. three top five movies are Ashton Kutcher movies. I forget. That's not true. That's okay. That is not true. Butterfly effect. Uh huh. I can do this. Dude, where's my car? You're just making What's up. What's the one with? You're just pulling out Ashton Kutcher movies I only, out of your butt. The, the joke is these are the Ashton Kutcher <laughs> movies I know. Oh, and okay. the one with Cameron Diaz, it's all good, man. Where, where they like hate each other. Yeah. Right. I don't know. There was this like, in the, in the 2000s, there was a string of films where it's, oh, we, we hate each other, but we have to be together. Because yeah. that gypsy woman put a curse on us. Mm. I think Or the, whatever it was. I think the Brittany Murphy, Ashton Kutcher one was like just married or something like that. And it's like they go on their honeymoon. And they find out it's not quite the sweet, sweet Right. And they sensation. go on their honeymoon and it's like awful and horrible. and But they're like going all over and like all these not so great things happen. But they... What was the film where Nicolas Cage is in Las Vegas and he drinks himself to death. No, the film where he and Sarah Jessica Parker are married or they want to get married. And it's a, just a comedy of errors. I, I think maybe no James Caan is in it. Okay. Because this is, a you know, when James Caan was just, he was just making bank. Sure. Being in bad movies. And it ends with like, you know, he, he paired, pair drops with the flying Elvises or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't actually seen that one. Uh, but I know what you're talking about. Forgettable. Is- uh, that's that's, this is the point I'm trying to make. No, forgettable it, cinema. Yeah, okay. The fact that we have to sit here and try to think of what it is. Isn't Vegas in the name? Is it, is it leaving Las Vegas? No, that's the one where he drinks himself to death. Um, I swear Vegas <laughs> is in the name, though. It's like honeymoon in Vegas. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was so, wow. Yeah. we had to reach in there. We and spent run more time trying to think of what it was than they did naming it. Yeah. But it's just like an era of forgettable cinema. Isn't that. Uh, and, have we ever left that era? And I, I mean... want to just make sure. I know I'm the. Uh, oh, somebody wants to follow me on Facebook. That's how great I am. 
I want to make sure that I get this right because I know I'm the the guesser. I can guess when uh, films come out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, I was so wrong. This is what? 1992, and it is James Con, by the way. Okay, 1990. He was still lauded in 1990. This is before yeah. leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was t- like 2002 for sure. No, no. It was, yeah, I can't. Why would, a while ago. I don't know. And 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. What is wrong with critics? I don't know, man. Well, guess what? What? I don't have that problem. <laughs> and I'm going to prove it today. Yeah. When we talk about my pick. Yeah. We're talking about yours first. What is it? We are. Um, my pick was Ed Wood. Uh, Speaking of forgettable films, yeah, set you up for that one. Ooh, ouch! Why is are it his? Ouch. I don't know. Ooh, uh, ouch! I don't know. Scary. Now, are you talking about like? Do you think Ed Wood is a forgettable film, or do you think Ed Wood made forgettable films? Well, uh, fair question, I guess. I felt like I was being clear. He's no, literally known as like the worst director ever. Yeah, I know. Um. Who made some movies which you wouldn't know the names of mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen Ed Wood, where they talk about all the a couple. Of, but he made a well, lot of films. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all of which have been lost to time. Yeah, except not because like he, his badness, his lack of ability, and but enthusiasm have become you know a, a cult status. So I'm sure right. there's people who just have the whole. Rhino, maybe Blu-ray set of Ed Wood. Don't, don't sell the Blu-ray with the films of Ed Wood. <laughs> you can't take that back. Um, besides Glenn or Glenda, have you seen any of I've his... seen Plan 9. How, how was that? Bad. Bad? Okay. Yeah. I'm not the right... We've, I think we've talked about this. I'm not the right guy to come to for, for trash films. Okay. You know, I know that... Like people like okay, like I saw the room like once. Yeah, yeah. And me I guess too. I get why people who like bad films went this, this is cinematic. Chef's kiss. Orgasm, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, but it's like it's a bad film. It's like so, hard to watch in parts. There's only so much you can do before I'm like, I'd just rather be watching something that's like really, really good, or or something, or even something made by somebody who's really skilled who just had had it wrong this time right like i'd watch a bad danny boyle movie <sighs> this is this is a big admission mm. rather than watch something from somebody who's incompetent and i know that their heart and souls in it but this ain't it chief right 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 that's just but that's my opinion yeah so that's why i just don't like I, you know glenda glenda is actually i i think it's kind of watchable but mainly not in 1994 when ed wood came out right, right because right. we weren't like woke about well, I wasn't woke about issues of non you know uh, normative sexuality right now right. I watch it and I go there's a guy here who's trying to he is really trying to communicate something to us yes he is and I think the movie Ed Wood um is very plays that very straight and is very sympathetic to that but it doesn't really dig into it very much like no, Ed not Woods really. Ed Woods cross-dressing I don't, I'm not even sure what what we're supposed to call it now but like his, right. his cross-dressing let's say yeah is presented mainly as a, a kind of snickery sideshow, but also as a uh, character token in this plot for, like, if you can understand this, then you accept Ed Wood. And Sarah Jessica Parker couldn't, so right. she wasn't right, but right. Patricia Arquette is. Yeah. And so she's the right girl. Right. And it's a little, it's it's transactional in the way movie scripts are. But anyway, yeah. let yeah. me get into it, because I need to give a recap of this. Johnny Depp plays Ed Wood. Ed Wood, uh, Ed, what's his name again? Ed. 
Davis Wood Jr. Yes. uh, Who is an aspiring filmmaker in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. He is an amateur playwright. Uh, He served in in the big one, uh, in WW2. Yep. And and it's in the 50s. Yeah. That's how the math works out. So he's 30 30 years old. He idolizes uh, Orson Welles, and he wants to be a successful filmmaker. But he has uh, enthusiasm. Yes. And a work ethic. Yes. But questionable levels of talent and is willing yeah. to accept basically the bare minimum. He is satisfied. Uh, very, His artistic muse is satisfied. His vision is satisfied very easily. Oh, yeah. At the drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets an opportunity. He hears about a, um, it's like classy pictures or Hollywood pictures. Or, Something like that. It's not Hollywood pictures, but. Yeah. Um, and he hears about a, um, a local BC movie company that is, um, making a film about um, Christine Jorgensen, who's a real-life um, uh, transsexual, and making they got the rights to her life story. And so he thinks, I'm perfect for that, even yeah. though not the same thing. It's not the same but thing, no. But fine. Right. Um, and so he goes there. Uh, Ed Starr, <laughs> beloved, uh, uh, rest in peace character, actor uh, Ed Starr, uh, plays um, Mr. White or something, the guy who uh, runs that studio. Yeah. And he says, uh, well, kid, it's... Uh, you know, this picture, is, it's a dog. We're just trying to make this thing. And just because you wear women's underwear doesn't mean that you're qualified for it. But eventually he does get the job. He makes it in a couple of days. And it is, of course, Glenn or Glenda. Yeah. And so it's no great success. Um, after that, he's pretty much on his own because they didn't like the movie. Yeah. And the fire is lit under him. And so we follow Ed Wood over the next couple of years as he develops his his talent. He develops his... Um, his company of players, yes. and most importantly, mm-hmm. in a chance meeting, he meets Bela Lugosi, yeah, the great star of Dracula, uh, amongst other films from the uh, 1930s, and uh, gets becomes friends with him, gets him to be in his films, and also has to deal with um, Bela's own peccadilloes in his life, and they form a bond. Mm-hmm. And I mean, other stuff happens, but that's that's the setup. That's what yeah. happens in Ed Wood, pretty much. Um. So I um, have seen Glenn or Glenda, but you had to remind me that I'd seen it. Um, To be fair, I didn't like sit down and be like, "I'm going to watch Glenn or Glenda." We it was it was at a show, and um, we saw it MST3K. Yes, we saw the guys from MST3K, the original ones. Yeah, the Mads uh, do a thing on it. Yes, so it, it it wasn't just a you know. A, a simple viewing. There was other stuff on top of it. Um, but, you know, as we were watching the film, I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, and uh, was aware of Ed Wood before, uh, but I, that's the only one of his films I'd seen. Yeah. Um, and I had never seen this. And, um, you know, um, I wouldn't necessarily call myself, like, a huge, like, Tim Burton fan. I think he's done some great stuff. I think he's done some stuff that's not so great. Um, but heard this was a really good one and, you know, pretty early on. So I was like, you know, I want to give this a shot. So, And I'm – honestly, I'm really glad that I did because I think that this movie has a lot going for it. And it um, – I think that – Ed Wood was a very fascinating person, even if his films were not really that great. Like, he, like you said, he had all this enthusiasm. He had this drive. He really wanted to tell these stories, and he 
seemed to be at least you know you know he he was good at pitching stories to people you was know? He? well he seemed to convince them but he seemed to have to continually to continue to convince them as they were making the film because they were like are you sure the ghoul you know goes west doing? yeah right <laughs> i don't like it uh so um but i also really like his uh relationship was i thought it was bella lugosi is it bella bella um bella lugosi how fortunate bella. this will simplify everything um his relationship with bella was just incredibly fascinating um that he met at a chance meeting, but it was like kind of like what both of and this and a lot of the stuff that happened in the film actually happened. Yeah, I mean, fictionalized. I don't know. It, so it was written by Scott Alexander and Lara Kiriszewski, who they also wrote. They're like um, they like these biopics. They just wrote the recent um, My Name Is Dolomite one too about okay. um, um, Rudy Way. What's his name? And so. Um, this is based on, or they, or they drew from um, Nightmare of Ecstasy, a book about the life of Ed Wood. Okay. And so, I, I haven't read that book, um, but yeah, I mean, like everything that happened in this film happened. Ostensibly happened. They were right, baptized, right, right. you know, by a Baptist church to get funding to make Plan Nine. It's so weird. But I don't know if he met. Bela in a in a coffin store. Well, okay, fair. Um, fair. He, he did not meet Orson Welles at the Brown Derby, like yeah, that. or right. actually at Musso and Frank's. That right. didn't happen. But that's that's what would happen in a movie, right? Yes. Like that's that it needs to be there. Absolutely. And the premiere of Plan Nine wasn't like a packed house of people and everybody's applauding, you know, for right. and like that's that's all through like rose colored and wood glasses, but it was a nice contrast to um, the premiere of his previous film, which now yeah, I, can't I don't know what was going on there. What the name of the it night, was? Uh, Bride of the Monster, Bri- right? or Bride of the yeah, or yeah. yeah, wasn't it Bride of the Atom, and well, then the, they, changed, they it. changed it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I I just thought that their relationship was really interesting because it was like I feel like both of them met each other when they needed the other person in their life. Sure. Um. Because like. Ed needed somebody to like inspire him and, and you know or and, enable like, him or enable him or what have you or whatever and and um this um, I mean it's a, I think it's an interesting story about yeah, following your dreams and it is. uh should you right and this maybe in some cases maybe not uh and, and I also think uh, just to cut you off I'm gonna get to some actual meat here uh hmm. what like what's should you know speaking of enabling uh did Ed get Bela killed? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Ed is so guileless mm-hmm. and he is so enthusiastic about what he wants to do that he does the, the, the manipulations, the tiny little manipulations that he does, the little white lies that he tells the dragging a uh, heroin addict, you know, out to wrestle an octopus at yeah. four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, is he hurting people and destroying people's lives? Because everybody seems really happy at the end, but as we've established, it's sort of like the super happy rose-colored uh, ending. Yeah. yeah. So, like, did he hurt people? I don't know, but I don't. I feel like I, you can't hold it against him. I, I and in a lot of either. ways, yeah. He, in, at least in the movie, he really supported Bela because Bela. He did. I think. I mean, he he dried out. And died. So, I mean, like, he probably would have died sooner if he hadn't dried out, right? right? Or maybe he OD'd, I don't know, when he went back on. Um, 
But, you know, he like he would call him late at night and Ed would, you know, snap to and run over and, and you know, help Bella no matter what was going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they have a, a touching sort of friendship. Yeah. Um, and uh, Martin Landau as, as Bela is amazing. What an Oscar. I know. Um, like, seriously, like, so, so, so good. Yeah. Um, I think Johnny Depp did a good job in this, too. Like, um, I know recent events in his personal life, yeah. you know. Um, I Yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about Johnny Depp recently. Yeah. I don't know if he's a good actor. Oh, no. Well, I mean, if you can watch Ed Wood and, and I think, look, I mean, I think the script is great. Yeah. Like, the script, I think, really holds this thing up. I mean, yeah. this... And the, the movie is, like, full of, like... Well, I don't know if it's full, but there's there's some, you know, great actors in the film. But yes. I, the script really holds it. And his his embodiment of the, the completely open-faced, you know, guileless, like, Ed is, is great. And he's got that, you know, he's got the prosthesis, which... Does he feel like he's acting if he doesn't have something shoved in his mouth? Like I don't, I don't at know this the point, I don't that. know. Yeah, but you look at his other stuff, and you're like, uh, I don't know. I think he's just like, he's just quirky, right? Oh, I'm quirky. Oh, oh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, it's I'm 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 channel. I'm just doing Keith Richards for five movies. Yeah, you know, it's I like, know. is he a good actor? I don't even I don't know. know. But he play he plays this well. Yes, yes. I, I also like how Ed kind of gets a little cooler and kind of looser as as the movie goes along because he's sort of this buttoned up guy and he's with uh sarah jessica parker's making a cake you know while wearing an angora sweater like you're going to be picking cake out of that sweater yeah right um or picking angora out of that cake yeah and uh and he's kind of you know i mean i I don't think the movie goes too far to show that neither of these people are getting what they want here But uh, Ed isn't a tortured guy, you know, and no. <laughs> we get the great I, Sarah Jessica Park's pretty good in this. But I just love that the scene with, at the rap party, you know, in the meat locker where he comes out and does the sam- dance of the seven Angora veils or whatever. And yeah. then she's just like, you people are wasting your lives making shit. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> she just flips out. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like he's just he just wants to do this and you and you want to see him succeed at it and you yeah. know that he's probably not going to but you know right. that there's going to be something else and it it takes you know the interference of the baptists to finally break him he goes through so much he's got to ask uh Loretta uh for for money in the middle of the scene that they're shooting or whatever yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. so humiliating and i guess i didn't really get who who tricked who here? When they first I, met, what was yeah. what was the? I can't remember what the exchange was. Why did he think that she had like thousands of dollars to give him? He made that assumption well, from what I pretty from huge my reading of the scene. Um, but anyway, like yeah, uh, Julian Landau, by the way, uh, Martin Landau's daughter. Oh, okay. Uh, played Drusilla and Buffy, actress in her own right. Sure. So don't say nepotism, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they end up in the situation and. He's kind of screwed this up. Now they don't have a studio. And, and yet, yeah, you just like, yeah, just, you know, make it happen. Right. And I felt really bad for like Sarah Jessica Parker's character, too, because like he gave her uh, her part to. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Get over it. Wow. Got to make this make this movie. Yeah. OK. 
Wow. I don't know who's distributing these things. Yeah. That's what I would be worried about. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know if he's even worried about that at all. And like, I, like you said, like you alluded to at the beginning of this, like he literally like takes one take all the time. And it doesn't matter, you know, even like the um, the Baptists are like yeah. on set at one point for um, what's the name of the movie again? Plan nine. Plan, Plan nine. And um, uh, the the wrestler guy like hits one of the the, the tombstones and like the tombstone shook. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Perfect. You know, yeah, there's an artifice here. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Right. None of that. Nobody's going to focus on that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he finally loses it and gets mad at the uh, and yells at the uh, Baptist guys, and it's funny because I hadn't, I hadn't seen this until a couple of years ago, mm. and I was directing a play uh, in town uh, when I saw this. Okay, sure. Uh, for the first time, and that scene where the Baptists come in and they're like, "Well, this guy's going to be in your thing. Hey, could you do this? Could you do that?" And he's finally like, "I, I'm the director here. Yeah, What's going right, on?" Right. And the guy's like, I thought this was a group effort. Yeah. He's like, that's the situation I'm in right now. Oh, no. Yeah. A bunch of kooks won't listen to me either. Oh, no. So I know how you feel, Ed. <laughs> but I think there is something in here that can speak to everybody. It's a tale of Hollywood, but not a tale of um, making it big and then crashing or a tale of selling your soul to get what you want. True. He makes these these tiny little uh, compromises on Mm -hmm. everything that he does Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if he I think he believes in artistic vision but I don't think he knows how to preserve it necessarily because he wants to do one thing and by the time they start rolling it's something completely different Right. but once it's rolling and it's happening every scene he is I think it's a little it's a little much to have him you know mouthing the dialogue along with (laughs) you know what's going on but I I understand why they did that Yeah. but he's so enraptured with the process of filmmaking you know just just making the film and he's just sitting there and enwrapped yeah. you know uh, attention like as as it's going on and especially the, you know the end uh, or, or uh, the montage at the end where they're filming plan nine there's a we're, all right we're gonna wrap this up and they start shooting it and he's like <gasps> and he's looking to the left explosion looking to the right explosion and he's like oh this is great yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was really good um uh i do kind of like his childlike sense of wonder you know like he's just oh you're rolling your eyes at me (laughs) it's kind of a cliched observation Uh, oh i feel like i said it in in more words all right fine what do you think about the great jeffrey jones no comment (sighs) you don't realize how many movies he was in how many great movies in the 80s and 90s until you start watching movies from 80s and 90s yeah what TV show was he in? He's in Deadwood. Oh, well, it's like the 2000s, but yeah. Want to talk about uh, Vampira? Yeah. Before we wrap up? Uh, so uh, Vampira is also featured in the film. Yeah. Did she, uh, she was in Plan 9, but she said she didn't want to speak. Did she speak in any of Edward's other films? Do you know? It's a good question. And I don't know how many of his films she was in. I don't think many. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, not... <laughs> So, Mars Attacks, right? So, Mars Attacks was what, 95, 96, I mm-hmm. think? Um, so, it played by Lisa Marie, mm-hmm. who, uh, who would uh, become Tim Burton's wife. Okay. For a while. Okay. Um, not, uh, you know, uh, she, there's, there's something about her. 
Yeah. There are two things about her, and I'm oh, not sure what wow. they are exactly. Wow. But yeah, I mean, she was basically only in Tim Burton movies as, a, you know, a well unbelievably imp- proportioned yeah, woman. So <laughs> yeah. not really. I mean, Vampira was, didn't really look like that, but for whatever reason, that's they cast her. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, you know, yeah, uh, it, it, interesting to include her. You know, there's this story. Uh, I think it's interesting. This story of Ed Wood being a guy who's trying to make it in Hollywood and sort of attaching himself to this, you know, faded star is reflected in um, the life of uh, comedian Dana Gould. Comedian, writer, director, actor Dana Gould. Mm-hmm. Like Ed Wood. Yeah. Uh, but not the comedy part. Uh, who moved to L.A. when he was, you know, young, very young, you know, um, maybe early 20s, and met Myla Nurmi, the lady that plays, uh, played Vampyra, yeah, Yeah. and actually ended up becoming friends with her and, like, having lunch with her and stuff. And then as she, um, you know, got older and started to decline, uh, ended up, like, taking care of her um, and, you know, helping her with chores and stuff like that. And then she ended up in the hospital and he would visit her and sort of, you know, executed her estate and stuff like that. And so it's very similar. And he's friends with right. uh, Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski. So I don't know if that found its way into the thing. But right. Yeah. Right. Huh. I just think it's, that's interesting. Um, Tor Johnson, of course, was, you know, a legendary, if that's possible, uh, B-movie actor, played in this film by George the Animal Steel, WWF wrestler. Oh, you're kidding. He was another wrestler. Yeah, who That's bears uh, no small resemblance to him. So, yeah. Although I think uh, George was a lot hairier than than Tor. Oh. <laughs> which is all on display in the film. It is. Uh, it's weird that... Uh, that uh, who? Vincent D'Onofrio shows up. Yes. As, as uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. And then I'm sure Vince was pissed, but uh, they dub him with... Uh, he does a lot of stuff, but he's basically just known as the guy that you get when you have to do Orson Welles. Yeah. Uh, Maurice LaMarche, uh, yes. who was, of course, the voice of Brain, Brain. from Pinky and the Brain. the Brain, yes. Who Frozen sounds, Peas. Yeah. yeah. He, he sounds exactly like him. I, sounds like a good caricature of him, in my oh, opinion. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I was kind of taken aback when you told me that, because like, I was like, wow. Leave Vincent D'Onofrio go, and Vincent then you're like, has a has a high voice. I mean, he can never yeah, do Orson Welles. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but I, I just I was We're like, going to take oh. over the world. <laughs> um, anything else about the old? Edward? Um, I would recommend it. That's um, that's what I'm going to say. Do you think Eddie, he Eddie? They want to put me in the magazine. Yeah. Like they're taking pictures of you in a hospital gown. Yeah, right. Uh, press is good press. I know. I'm, I was like, seriously? <laughs> um, do you think that Ed opens up more once um, he meets Patricia Arquette's oh, that was character? the Yes, that was the f- thought that I was forming way at the beginning of the segment, yeah. which was he's kind of buttoned up. Uh, he's devastated by her leaving him to the point where, and it works out. By in, Sarah Jessica Parker with his, leaving. Yeah, yeah w- uh, in his career. But uh, he's just watching... I can't remember what her show was called. Creepy Crawlers or whatever one night. And he's like, I'm going to call Vampira. Mm-hmm. You know, he just takes his shot. I think he wants to go on a date with her. Right. But instead, they just sort of form this friendship. Right. And which is, uh, you know, useful to his career. And right. then when he finally meets uh, Patricia Arquette, mm-hmm. he's just like laying on a bench, you know, in the hospital waiting room. Yeah. And he's like, 
Well, first of all, he starts with Angora. Not a great start. Yeah. But then after that, he gets up and he's like, I'm an actor, writer, producer. You know, uh-huh. and he's got a little, little, little swag. He does. Yeah. 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 Uh, and she's like super sweet and, and yeah, thoughtful. Yeah, not much of a character. No, but, but she is thoughtful and, you know, she made Bella some, uh, some slippers. She knitted him some slippers. That, those are for Bella? Huh? Those were for Bella? She was making them for her father. But she made some for Bella. She said, oh. I need some for your friend. And they were black to match his cane. Ah, I must have gone up to get popcorn at that point. Yeah, which Ed Wood so. would totally understand. <laughs> I would recommend this too. I hate Tim Burton movies. Uh, I don't really like Johnny Depp. This is a great movie. It is. Yeah. Um, what about my movie? What about your movie? What Should is we your release movie? it? Yeah. Should we release my movie? Yes, I think we should. Or let loose my movie. Um, Both are said in uh, my movie. Yeah. My movie's Clash of the Titans. Yes. From 1981. Yes. What happens in Clash of the Titans? Well, um, this football team yeah, right. has to get it together. Um, and Denzel Washington's on. Uh, whoa. No black people in this movie. No. Um <laughs> Uh, I'll never stop. You need to cut in. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Um. Mm. So the it takes place in Greece. Uh. The uh, <laughs> gods are real. So the economy shot. Uh. No. <laughs> a- ancient Greece. Oh, um, oh. Okay. Uh. The the gods are real. We see the gods on Olympus. Um. And Perseus and his mom, whose name I can't remember. Um. Mm. Uh. I don't know. Her dad. Um, like was ashamed by her. I, don't, I I think. Well, Perseus is Zeus's kid, and she wasn't married, and so he's ashamed. So he's no, gonna... he um, yeah, he was a golden shower. Yeah, that's what it was. That's because so many disturbing. If you're Zeus a Greek, stories, you're sitting around, uh-huh. having invented buttons, right. zippers. We don't have buttons, right? And you're like. And then Zeus came to Danae as a shower of gold. Are you like... <laughs> Seriously. I'm sorry. Can we pause yeah. school for a second? I know, right? Uh, he did what? I know. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. So anyways, um, her dad's like, <laughs> no you got to go. Yes. And they put her and Perseus in a wooden box and put him out to sea. Uh, Zeus is like, this cannot be. He is my son, and she is beautiful. Blah blah blah. And uh, <laughs> he, so he's he, important. She's hot. Save him. Right, pretty much. So he intervenes. Um, he has Poseidon release the kraken. No, they let loose the kraken. But, oh, sorry, let loose the kraken on them and uh, kill her dad, destroy the city, and save them. So this takes place. And then we fast forward as Perseus grows up. Um, Becomes that stud from L.A. Law. Right. And uh, Tetis, who is, um, she, she's, she's a goddess. She's sometimes like a sea nymph. Anyways, she's up on Olympus, too. And her son, whose name is, um, gosh, help me. Calabos. Calabos. Um, just one letter away. I know, I know, but I, for <laughs> wow. whatever reason, I went to reach for it and it wasn't there. Um, he's done some stuff that Zeus does not like, um, and so Zeus is like, um, she's this like, guys been tearing tags off all kinds of mattresses. I don't get know. him. Yeah. Um. And oh, he he like killed or destroyed a bunch of his winged horses. There's only one Pegasus yes, he left. Killed, yes. 
Um, he did a bunch of other egregious things. He's like, he must be punished. Uh, and she's like, please have mercy on him. He's like, screw you, I'm Zeus. And so he like, like, basically turns him into pan basically basically he's got <laughs> horns and a long lizard that's tail that's what we could think of yeah and uh he sends him to live out in the swamps he was supposed to marry this princess andromeda well that's not gonna happen now um and she's mad so she's like nobody's gonna marry andromeda now ah, blah 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 curse and then also <laughs> and also this is better dialogue than the film and then and then she like uh, takes Perseus and she's like, I'm going to put you in the city where Andromeda is. And yes, they have these clay figurines. Yes. That represents the gods. You see, they toy with man. Yeah. I know. Well, two of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> the the, the uh, Acrisius figure, which yeah. Zeus crushes, and then yeah. the Jason, or not Jason, wrong movie, uh, Perseus figure. Yes. But don't touch any other figure. Well, I yeah. guess they get Acrisius or um, Calibos. Yes. Um, so then, uh, yeah. They put him in the arena and shit happens to him. Um, it's not an arena. It's a theater. It's a theater. Excuse me. Thank you. Suddenly, see quietly to gently to quietly to gently to judge our play. Yes. Yes. But you're absolutely right. Not. Yeah, I know. Because the penguins there. Yeah. You um, are not. You are in. You aren't even in the first act yet. You're let me. In the let intro me. Let still. me. Super fast forward here. Sure. Um. He finally meets or sees Andromeda. He's like, "Oh, she's beautiful. I. This is my path." So he goes up on this quest. Like, uh, how do I get to be with her? Um. A bunch of stuff happens. You got to say, boom. Uh, yeah, uh, he goes on a hero's journey, kind of. Um, uh, Tedis gets really pissed. Robot and, Owl and, and the end. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. That's I want to talk about my movie that I picked. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a lot of coughing. A whole lot of coughing going on. Um, I understand that. You don't get paid to do this, mm. but you've done it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I understand this is a Greek myth, but you can't just, you know, boil it down. I did. You ready to get shown up? Shown up. Just do it. <laughs> Why do you have to do a little song? Perseus is the son of Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you'll be lucky if I asphyxiate on my own sputum before I finish this. Perseus is the son of Zeus. He has a destiny he's told. Uh, <coughs> Whoa. Exactly. Um, he falls in love with the beautiful Andromeda, who was promised to the monster Calibos. He must... Wait, what happens then? <laughs> okay, I'm falling apart here. I'm falling apart. Uh, uh, he, 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 he tames the steed, steed Pegasus mm-hmm. uh, for some reason. Because I don't. we're not even going after... He, We're he, not even going after Medusa at this point. Well, he wants to find out where Calibos is. Yeah, so whatever. That's why he does. Calibos is the, is the weird like addition to this whole thing. I know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, so he tames the horse Pegasus, who then is immediately stolen by Calibos for some reason. Mm-hmm. So he has to regular ride. Oh, and Thetis is pissed, and she's gonna. Uh, she says that a drama has to be eaten by the Kraken in thirty days. So Theseus yeah. goes on a quest to fool the sisters. Get them to tell him where Medusa is. Yep. Take her head, which turns things to stone. Come back. Turn the monster to stone. Save Andromeda. Everybody lives happy, happily ever after. Very nice. See? That's how you do it. All right. And so the thing about... The, see, they're in the city. Joppa. Get to the Joppa! And so they have to... See? That wasn't that bad. 
This movie is everyone in this movie is desperate. And I don't mean the characters. I mean the actors. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. This movie's made for nine million, made seventy, so I don't know what anybody's complaining about. Of uh, course this was a hit. Yeah. And, you know, it made for nothing. Yeah. And it's got Burgess Meredith, uh, Laurence Olivier, mm-hmm. uh, Maggie Smith, Ursula Andress, mm-hmm. uh, who was never, I mean, she's a hot thing. I mean, she was never like a fantastic actress, but she's a, she's a name. Yeah. All doing this because there's just, they're the Bella Lugosi of their time, right? There's yeah. just no, there's nothing else to do. Right. I don't even know if Laurence was sober for this. <laughs> and uh, and we got what we got. Yeah. And for a certain generation of boys. Yeah. <laughs> not girls. They don't care about saving ladies. Uh, well, maybe some of them do. Um, it, uh, you can't criticize it. Mm-hmm. This movie sucks. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's just not. It's not good, and it's not. And sorry, Ray Harryhausen. And yes, amazing stop motion at the can provide and and be do exactly what CGI does right. you know, in nineteen eighty one. But there's just so much of it to the point where. You literally cast an actor to play Calabos. Why yes. are we cutting to Harry Hamlin fighting a clay cr- claymation creature? I know. Because we have to see his tail. Yeah, but just put a... Th- Not for the entire thing. Put a thing in his tail that... Work, get the octopus motor. Yeah, Put right. it in his tail so it wiggles around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Harry Hamlin must have killed himself making this. I know. Um, what are you doing? Got no clue. 2013. All right. But I bet he was bitter for the rest of his life. Uh, he was one of the producers on the film, by the way. Okay. So I kind of feel like this was like his movie, you know? Yeah. Didn't well, direct it, though. Too no. busy uh, making a stupid robot owl do stuff. <laughs> owl 2D2. Yeah, pretty much. He very much reminded me of I don't know. I just don't. not as cool. I don't. I just don't. There's, you know, it, this is like Ed Wood. In fact, Ed Wood, you gave him nine million dollars he might have made this film i get that it's earnest but it could have been better the story is not very good no the story is i disagree the oh, story do. except for some you know additions by them the story is literally the, the myth perseus okay. is a son of zeus he's got a destiny well, maybe what i meant he gets a pegasus he gets a thing he gets another thing or whatever um i this is one of those situations where can you believe this is remade yeah, I know, right? But at the same time, you should remake bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they announced they were remaking this, I was like, well, maybe you could make it better? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this you- is what you should do. I can see somebody watching this and go, I can make a better version of this. Mm-hmm. Ray, you did a yeoman's work. <laughs> now take a seat and watch a computer screw everything up. Oh, no. And that's what a computer and Sam Worthington did. To the two dumb Clash of the Titans sequels. Yeah, right. And from what I haven't... I've seen, like... I saw one on a hotel TV one time, but, yeah. like... They just add even more dumb plot and nobody cares. So, I don't know. Well, maybe when I said that the story isn't very good, what maybe what I meant was that the writing isn't very good. And, like... I, I just don't... I I found my attention wandering, and I don't think that that's... Was it Tarsum? Tarsum made... A movie called The Immortals? That's probably what it was called, right? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, it was called The Immortals, and it starred a uh, pre-Superman, Henry Cavill, and he plays, um, you know, 
I think it's like kind of an adaptation of Greek myth. He plays like Theseus, but it doesn't really cleave to Mickey Rourke's in it. It doesn't really cleave to like okay. specific myth, but they made it. You've got the mythic elements and you've got the story beats, but then they yeah. went in and did what Hollywood screeners do, which is pack it solid with speeches about stuff, characters saying, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. Nobody in this movie tells you anything about themselves. No, it's all plot exposition plot exposition plot exposition and not even good plot or exposition like he just Mm -mm. like in the story in the myth perseus has to get the the invisible helm is hades helm it's the helm of hades it makes you invisible Mm -hmm. so he's got to go get it like from hades or maybe i don't know one of the gods like steals it and gives it to him but like there are there's depth to things instead of just oh what are you doing this morning oh i just found three weapons of the gods by these statues i know great i guess the movie can go on I'm like, just not impressed. Um, Burgess Meredith should have some cool speech about something. You know, the thing about the gods is that they'll, they'll get you gotta hit them with the body, kill the body of the gods, and the head will die or whatever. Right. It's, it's just, but nothing. It's just, you're in Joppa now. Oh, it's a crazy town. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And like, I mean, we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about this before. Maybe not. I don't remember if it was on the specific show or not. Like, like I'm okay if like, our hero isn't like you know good at everything. And isn't it? <laughs> isn't like you Persis know. is not really good at anything. That's the thing, though. Like, I don't want my hero to be completely. I mean, he's not completely incompetent, but I feel like he's kind of getting close. Like he a John Junior level. Yeah, like he like yeah. drops his sword. He's a Greek fail son. All, oh my god, he is. <laughs> Zeus just gives him he, everything Zeus he gives needs. Gives him everything, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, he will succeed because he's my son. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, but he he drops his sword. He's not even good at like climbing a mountain. <laughs> no, he can ride a horse. That's about it. And and like the I girl think can he, ride a horse. Yeah. And and I think you mentioned before. Well, he grew up on an island and fishing. He doesn't know anything. And the first we don't even see him fishing. <laughs> yeah. He might be terrible at it. Yeah, that's right. He might even pulls that net back. Nothing. Yeah, a tin can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he uh, he pulls into town, uh, and the first day in town, uh, he he makes a friend, Thalo, who's yes. like the you know in Wayne's World they have like. Uh, uh, Chris Farley is the bodyguard for Mr. Big, but uh-huh. he has all this information. Yeah. And like uh, Wayne, Wayne's, uh, Wayne's World. You know, that his name, Wayne's <laughs> yes. World. Yeah. Uh, is like, wow, that guy had a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's this guy. That's Fallow in this yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Who then dies for no, I guess he specifically is shivved by uh, Calibos or whatever. Yes. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to get that guy. Yeah. But uh, we, we didn't need that motivation at this point did no we? no i, I don't, don't think know. we did i don't know I, mean, I used to love this myth this is one of my favorite myths as a kid yeah because it was about this hero who had been di- done dirty yeah thrown in a box when he was a kid yeah and then he uh i think it was athena i can't remember some goddess appeared to him and said hey you gotta get out of here you gotta you got all kinds of adventures waiting for you go go check this stuff out and he, he captures a winged horse and he gets the helmet and he um, he, you know, he fools the three sisters or whatever, kills the Gorgon and he, he, um, saves the girl. And it's just like, it's like a really great, I could, you could see it. That's a Sam Worthington movie, right? Sure. <sighs> Nobody's ever done a good job with it though. I wonder why that is. Do they, I don't even know. I don't even get, 
I don't even get a sense from this that they're like, ooh, let's jazz it up a little bit. Like, maybe they did that with the Sam Worthington films. I don't know. I haven't seen those. But No, they're pretty jazz. But I don't really know, like... I just, I want to root for this guy, but at the same time, I don't <laughs> care about him. Yeah, I don't care about him. And, and, and you need to care about your characters, especially, you know, your your quote-unquote heroes, in, in order for them to be interesting. Like, Zeus is his shitty DM. Yeah, he is. Right? Mm-hmm. He cheats on rolls. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the story on rails. Yeah. It's not going his way. Right, right, right. He's going to start punishing all the all the players. Yes. And finally, it wraps up at the end. TPK and he's like, well, it seems like that all went pretty good, right? And so, he was like, new character shoots everybody. No, none of you can take revenge on him. Like <laughs> yes. none of you can do anything else. To <laughs> yes, him. and you're all paying for the pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is it with movies of this time period? That is late seventies, early eighties, where you've got an old crazy old man. He's gonna need some cats, a lot of cats. <laughs> You get a Logan's Run vibe from yeah. <laughs> Purchase Mary at this place, who's the cat man, and uh, apparently they just, uh, hey, uh, Susie, bring all your cats in today, because the cats play no role in it, they're not in it in That's any true. way other than that one scene it's just that one where scene. there's just cats everywhere. I wish there were more scenes with the cats, because honestly, that was amazing. Um, not, But I don't know that that really necessarily added to the story. I enjoyed it, but... Did... Yeah. Did Harry Hamlin have a clause in his contract? I want at least one nipple visible in every scene. Um, if he didn't, he was successful anyways. Maybe he so, snuck him in. Yeah, yeah right, right. Uh, so the, the one scene where yeah. there you can't see his nipples is the wedding where he has a, a two strap tunic or blouse, <laughs> and so it's uh, no no shirt, no shoes, no bride. But <laughs> other than that. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, Wow. I just don't even know, like, (coughs) what else to, like, Do you like how uh, the... So, she lives in the Isle of the Dead, Mm -hmm. Medusa. Yes. Which, that's that's not a thing, but whatever. Right. Um, So, we're going to go to the River Styx. Uh Uh-huh. So, I guess this is an island in a river? No. We're just... Took a picture of, or t- we just lensed the, the, the coast. Yep. Uh, day for night, of course. Yep. Does and not look so like a river. So, this is a really wide river, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Karen the uh, ferryman shows up, and that was all right. Yeah, that was fine. Although, if you give him a coin, it'll fall through his, the bones in his hand. But uh, <laughs> so now we're, I guess we're going to the underworld. And I'm like, you you had the choice to put Hades in this. In fact, they made Hades, Hades Ray Fiennes was in Hades in the remake, right? Uh-huh. He wasn't good. Right. But you could put Hades in this, but yeah. they didn't bother. And then they get to what is presumably like the entrance to the underworld or, or whatever. And then they fight a two-headed dog. You know the two-headed dog that guards... What? <laughs> that guards Tartarus? The hell. <laughs> yeah. Just... Why was it a two-headed dog? We all know it's a three-headed dog. Because Ray Harryhausen was like, I am the Lord, Emperor, King, and Master of stop motion. You can't do three heads. It's impossible. Until one day, what legends prophesy that a, a scion will come one day uh-huh. who's able to do three heads. Uh-huh. But, gentlemen, it ain't me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know. But why do it then? You know what I mean? Like, Or why, why not do, like, if you think it's so hard, then why not... Um, like do do a variation right 
Like, so maybe we see in, in the dark in the cave before we see the three, the, the two headed dog. I said three almost. Uh, we see uh, three sets of eyes. And then we hear some sort of noise or something like that. And then they emerge and they look no, that's like two three never ending dogs. Story. And, then, then, and then they come together and it's, it's that's one two, dog. That's two never ending story. Oh, okay. I am a great wolf. All right. You don't seem that great. Why won't you come out from that cave? Well, yeah. Is it because you're just a head puppet? <laughs> no, shut up. You don't where's, know my secrets. Where's your body? Where's your body? I know. Oh, you're going to attack me over here? What about on this rock? Um, Scorpions yeah. are all right. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. I mean, the effects were great. I, that's, I got no problem with the effects. No. What they were used for, like a... <laughs> Like a mentally challenged robot owl. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. And then, oh, at the beginning, so there's a bird or a seagull or whatever who turns out to be Poseidon, right? Um, yeah, I guess. Um, and so we kind of do <laughs> like this <laughs> weird dive thing. And, no, and no. you were like, wait, is it is it the bird's eye view? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And then it changes from like the bird's <laughs> eye view to us seeing like, us, I view. Yeah, seeing a bird that is animated, but it's this footage not... that was taken maybe on a hang glider or something. Yeah, but the animation is like kind of. It doesn't look as good as like the rest of the animation. I feel like no, it's not animation at all. If they just took like a negative of a bird flying and then superimposed it over the hang glider footage. It's weird. Like, don't do that. Just if you, the, the bird's eye view thing, I was okay with that. Just go with that, you know, do more of that. Yeah. They had about 30 seconds of a seagull 10 feet away in the air at a beach, just riding a current. Right. And then they cut that in with like helicopter footage or whatever it was. I doubt they could afford a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the idea they had, and mm-hmm. that's what they went with. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about hard PG? It was a hard PG. Yeah, a lot of a lot of nudity in this. Well, so. t- some titties. Yeah, yeah, and some ass too. Yeah. <laughs> I think you asked me like when PG thirteen came along, and the answer was Red Dawn was the first PG thirteen. Yeah. Movie. In response yeah. to Gremlins and Temple of Doom. Uh, some of the hardest PGs there is, although not in America. That's right. G, G plus violence right. is nothing. Right. But yeah, just uh, straight out nudity. It's like okay, <laughs> right. Well. And it's not, you know, it's it's not like sexual nudity. No, no, I, it's not. You know, I mean, but you know, we're uptight, so. Uh, <laughs> but not an eighty-one baby. A lot of Hamlin nipples out there. Yeah, yeah. Although it goes a little too far sometimes. Yeah. I think they overbuilt that Kraken prop. They keep there's this shot that they keep showing where Bubo, the robot owl, the robot is owl. Fl- flying like near to the Kraken's navel and his uh, washboard abs, and that puppet goes down a long way. And they kept going back to it, and I'm like, "Stop showing the Kraken's treasure trail! What? What? Why is this happening?" <laughs> I don't want this. I don't know. I don't know. Um, no one wants this. No. There's I don't... some, some uh, you know, some groups on Reddit might want this, but I don't. No. Is, does the Kraken usually have four arms? The Kraken it, it should be an octopus, shouldn't it? But in this okay, case. That's what I was thought. It's but... a four-armed guy with a fish tail. We got a lady with a snake tail because she's got, you know, because that's. She got snake hair, so clearly she's a snake lady with a snake body. 
No, she just has snake she, hair. Who crawls but around on yeah, her arm? Yeah, she's. I think he did her weird. a favor. She is not living her best life. No. Um. What else? Uh. Oh, <laughs> this is so dumb. But <laughs> in the last scene, uh, where uh, somehow this Don Junior here and his uh, coterie of idiots have yeah. cobbled together a win out of this thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Perseus turns all the fish in the sea to stone. Right, right, uh, <laughs> right, right. I didn't even think about that. Or a poor scuba diver 3,000 years later. Yeah. Uh, they He's going to get married to Andromeda, who has no lines. And then yeah. uh, everybody runs up at the end. They're happy they got married. And they do this. Oh, I now, did not you, even notice that. You can't see. No. But at some point, somebody told somebody that, oh, yeah, in the old days, people used to clap. Like this, they would hit the back of their hand against the palm of the other hand. That's how they'd clap. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, although I've been in a lot of Easter cantatas, and I feel like somebody told me that at some point. <laughs> but I just thought of the fact that if you're going to persist in putting slow claps in films, oh I feel gosh. like from now on, every slow clap by a villain must be delivered in that style. Oh, like my this. goodness. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's even more. Congratulations, John Wick! You've done it. You've reached the inner sanctum. It's just more obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is definitely that. What do they have against hitting their palms together? I don't know. That's my good palm. <laughs> I've got to eat dates with that. I know. Careful. I know. Careful. Uh... Anything else? Um. Do you think? This isn't. This is just. I don't know. This is this is the bottom of the barrel joke stuff. But hmm. you think Lisa Rinna was jealous of her husband's lips, and so therefore, dot dot dot. Yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> he does have very full lips. So he's more lip than man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Should they re remake this? Is that yeah. a good idea? And what would be your angle? God, I don't know. Stick more to the myth and focus Alex on the Alex Proyas killed himself yet? Yeah. I would give this to Alex Proyas. Okay. With a modest budget. Because, mm-hmm. you know, look at Dark City. I didn't spend anything on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and go, you know, do do your thing. Do what you do. And if you, it means that um, Zeus is 11 feet tall, you know, <laughs> he's played by the guy from Game of Thrones or whatever. Fine. Sure. But I think he tried to, he tried to make Egyptian... Clash of the Titans mm. with Gods of Egypt, and it's not great. It's better than this. Is it? I feel I'm like I'm not it sure is. if that's you haven't seen it. I thought I had. Um, how would we ever figure that out? Do you think? Oh gosh, um, maybe I haven't seen it. Um, I maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, what could you possibly be thinking of? S- uh, Stargate? I don't know. Are you no. thinking of you're thinking of the Moses movie, aren't you? I think I am. Literally, literally, the <laughs> progenitor of your people, and you don't know which film I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Moses would be the bad guy in Gods of Egypt. Yeah, a snake would bite his head off, and then all the oh jackal men would 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 you know cheer. Yeah. Okay. Bad Jew. Stop it. Bad Jew. No dreidel. Is that it? What? I don't know. Wh- what? Right, you anyway. like you chastise me, and then you ask me if the, if you're doing it right. <laughs> Do you understand how freaking messed up that is? Uh, I can 
I can do that, man. Uh, okay, wow. Well, uh, whatever. Wow. Uh, it's also sort of not really a blow for fem- feminism because, like, Zeus got us into this mess because yeah. Zeus's dick spawn is, like, the center of, like, this whole thing. Yep. And then there's one scene where poor Ursula Andress. I mean, it's not like Sarah Bernhardt, but she's going to act. Yeah. She gets like two lines. I know. Like two words. But there's one scene where all the girls are talking about, oh, that Zeus. He's just raping over here, raping over there. I know. And, and they're, they're like, like laughing about yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, but it's like thumb-like, right? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And they all laugh at him. That's the only like – it doesn't even pass the back tail <laughs> test, but that's the like no. only female camaraderie we get. And then when at the end, after he, Zeus has forced his entire workforce to basically help this dildo like make it through and beat the monster, yep. then he's like, well, I guess everything worked out. And he prophesizes the death of the gods. He's like, yeah. one day, you know, when men can have flying cars, you know, we'll all be worthless. Yep. Anyway, somebody get me something to drink. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, what? I know. It's a weird way to end it. Like I am a god, I made all this happen. Yeah, break Someday a break a plate. Won't, we won't be necessary. Opa! But, yeah, right. Or something. Ooh, light some cheese on fire. I don't know. Let, um. <laughs> <laughs> Let loose the kraken. Yeah, like that one scene where uh, the guy what, uh, at the beginning where um, the kraken more destroys the city with water than really like eats yeah, anybody. I was like, why isn't he? Like stomping This is on why you don't let loose the Kraken yeah. in the beginning. Right. You gotta save it. Yeah, yeah, But anyway, yeah. uh, he destroys um, Super Shushishmus City, and then there's one guy who's like, no, and he's like trying to hold on for dear life, and he swings around, and you can see his bike shorts under his toga. Yes. Right there, I was like, this could be a rough ride. Strap in. We're in for a rough ride. Old Man and the Cats. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're done. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't, I don't have anything else. Either, honestly, um, there's nothing else to Can say. Can we go back to pick to good movies? My next movie yeah. is going to be a classic, I swear. Okay. Sounds good. I don't remember what my next movie is. Transformers the... Dark of the Moon. Whoa. What? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Can't uh, get as far away from classics as that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> why is it dark? Is it Dark Side of the Moon? Were they afraid that Floyd was going to sue them or something? Or maybe they just were like, let's differentiate, man. The I don't dark, know. You know, the dark of the moon. Yeah. No, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. But well, okay. that's it for us this week. We'll be back in the future to talk about more films, both classic and modern, for your quarantainment, your mask containment. Yeah. It's a mask. It's a ball. It's a mask. Uh, got 10 seconds. Let's figure it out. Mask of not rage. Mask. More than meets the eye. Um, Eric Stoltz is Mask Man. We'll be uh, back. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back. 